Hey, how y'all doing? This is Afro Man. You're listening to the Sky's the Limit Radio. And I know why. Yeah. Because the sky's the limit. Baka! Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho. We kidnap and ravage and don't give a hoot. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. Once upon a time, in a land far away, three men discovered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team with the ability to siege the bay. You'll never make it out of the bay. Give no quarter and feed the fish with any enemy that takes the field during their quest to find the Lombardi Trophy. Box win! Box win! Join Craig. And he walks up to me and he says, I'm John Lynch. He is a monster. That's that's what he was, a hard-hitting white boy that played safety and he was something special. Eddie. He built the pyramid right in front of us and said, this is how we gonna do it. We gotta Practice doing things right all the time. Little things, huh? Details. And Zach. Every day you build, you gotta build a foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. As they take you on a journey discussing front office moves, game breakdowns, and interviews. So batten down the hatches and get ready to set sail. It's time for Book.Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Craig Wiley. We're here with Buck That Podcast. I'm joined today. I got my homie. We got Eddie in the building. What's up, gentlemen? Happy Monday. First game in the books. We also got Zakari in the building. Beautiful, beautiful Monday. It's it's great outside. It's been hot as, hot as shit lately, but we got a little rain. It cooled everything down. It's nice and cool in the cabin today when we came in. Facts. It I'm is. feeling good. We got a game in. I'm excited to, to break that down. We did get a game in. We're going to be bringing you guys some recap today. But first off, I want to give a special shout out. I, I didn't tell you guys this, but a, a close friend of mine, Eddie's from high school, her mom passed away. was a huge Bucks fan. So we are dedicating the show to Mama Williams. Mama Williams. Mama R. Williams. R. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And, you know, she's a huge Bucks fan. So we are going to, you know what I'm saying, keep the spirit alive for her. Hopefully not to be insensitive, but at least you got to go out on top with Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl for the Bucks. So. That's true. Hey, she did get to see she a Super Bowl. She that. She did get to see another Super Bowl. That's an awesome thing. She got to thing. see both of them. So that's, that's a great thing. We got some lists that we're going to be getting into. Some winners and losers maybe so far of, of the uh, first game. Obviously... The QB battle is going to be something we'll talk about maybe the whole season, depending on how it plays out. Probably. It's going to be a topic probably week to week. Got some uh, a new face in training camp. We're going to be talking some creamsicle throwback stuff. And we're also going to be finishing off the show. You know, we got another preseason game this Saturday, along with two fantasy football drafts for your boy. So I'm going to be Uh-oh. watching that and drafting two, hopefully, Super Bowl winning teams myself. Mm-hmm. Hey, neither one is not in your league or my league, so I ain't worried about you. When was the last time hey, y'all gonna win, man? When was the last time you won? Oh, it's been a minute. I won last while. year. It's been a while. Yeah, but I still remember. I went from four <laughs> to three to two to one. Man, I don't know. I, I got first pick in one of my leagues, though. Ooh, that's mm. not I got good. confidence, man. I think you gonna get you gonna get Zeke first. Usually, that means you were last. The year before. No, no, no. This no. is just random. Yeah, oh, random. okay. This is luck of the draw. Uh, would you come in second to last? No, we're not, I don't know. I don't remember. The stipulation they put down, um, I don't know if it's going to get voted or not, 
but the loser is going to get his his name and number written on 10 stalls in Vegas. Really? For your fantasy football league? Yep, that's See, I was just talking to Craig about this. This is what we need to have a punishment for that last player so he doesn't purposely tank so he can get the first pick like Mr. Craig will do constantly. We had a, a huge argument at I the gym about this. I will do that constantly. I almost didn't first spot all, him on his lift and let the, let the weights crush him because <laughs> we, just, we were just banging heads on this When, when this was topic. the last time I even had the first pick, Zakari? Exactly. And still, you I make still, the playoffs. You still decide to tank and hey, not listen, start. I, don't put that evil out there on my Listen, boy, if man. I want to get the sixth pick instead of the seventh pick because I want to try to pick in front of you, I mean, that's my prerogative. Like Bobby Brown says, it's my prerogative. My money's already in the pot. You can't tell me how to spend my money. Eddie, you think that he should be able to, at the end of like the playoff consolation bracket, he should be able to not start a roster? You guys, Zero you guys, players. You whoa! You didn't zero start on your roster. They're all on my bench. That is that is poor sportsmanship. It's not poor sportsmanship. It, you know the thing that made me the, the maddest is dudes who didn't have no chance of winning, and they were still plucking people up in free agency, knowing you were trying to get a, a running back. This is kind of like that though, but I think that gave me more mad. Not what, really. But what do you? But this is an actual situation that's happening right now. So please comment and tell this fool that he is wrong for that. No, that's just your opinion. So what was the strategy in benching Listen, your whole team? Because he wants to get the last pick. No, it's because the first pick. in my league, Super Bowl winner gets the last pick. Whoever the overall loser is gets the first pick. So when, when you're in the draft, like or when you're in the playoffs, like if you get knocked out, then you're just playing for like sixth or seventh place. Mm -hmm. Like depending on if who If you're in the constellation bracket, you're playing for top five. Top four. There's like four teams or five teams in there, right? Zach, first of all, I'm the commissioner. The I know how it works. Everybody keeps going on, and then mm, as you as you lose, you go into different freaking brackets. Like the obviously, whoever's going for the Super Bowl is playing for last pick or eleventh pick. The people who are going for basically third place are playing for tenth and ninth. We get it, High C Goodell. We get it. Okay, so what I'm saying is, if I want to pick before you, then I have I should have the right because my money's already in the pot. It's not, and it's right. not like anybody's not going to get paid. Like everything's already sit there and said and done. So if I want to get the sixth pick instead of the seventh pick, that's my prerogative. Eddie, why aren't you helping me? You know, because at the end so of the day. So you allow that type of activity in your league? No, because the last, the, the person who wins last doesn't get the first pick. He gets hosed. He loses his eyebrows or like there's. there's See, that's some, what I was. That's my argument that now is so if no he wants to tank. continue to do that, then he needs to take. He'll get that first pick. But he needs to take an L. I said, like, you're about to take an L with a mute because it's my league, not yours. You can run that in your Andrew Luck Memorial. Uh, Andrew Luck I might Memorial. Have to do is, that. is that the name of your league, the yeah. Andrew Luck yes. Memorial? It used to be the Ryan Leaf Memorial until Andrew Luck left us suddenly. Oh, man. Are you going to buy a house in Indiana? No, I'm not a huge Andrew Luck fan. I just thought it's ironic. I, I thought, thought it's you were, a good name of uh, a league. I don't know. On to the next topic. My heart's starting to race. I'm getting you, you palpitations. You get upset over there about my, that, my, Did you vote on it, though? No, we haven't voted on it. I, he's you like, you, can, you can bring it up to vote. Da, 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 da. Hey, so I might have to do that. Is it a cheerocracy? I don't know what I don't even know yet. what that is. A cheerocracy? <laughs> I, I don't know what it is yet. It's he a, says, he it's claims untitled. it's a democracy and that I could bring it up to vote. But I don't know. It's like going behind your boss's back to the her boss the, or no, we're, I already told you we're bringing up the draft to either continue how it is or go do random. Which I think we need to do random anyway. We should. I like random. Yeah. I think it's good. He's not even in the league, but 
I'll I take like random though. picks. Eddie don't count. He's not in the league. Anyway, I didn't get invited, man. I'll school y'all. That's why. We did get spanked Friday night. We did get spanked, yeah. It was embarrassing. Kind of like you do on a year-to-year basis in our league. Oh, here we oh, go. Here it's we neither go. here nor there. We'll, we'll leave that to, to next next segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who's crying about my supposed, oh, tanking. tanking. Was it was it tank for Tua? Did you, yeah. Are you going to yeah, take Tua tan- with the first pick? Yeah, he tanks for pick? the first pick. I don't know. No, I don't, take, I don't have the first pick. Your, your boy Newman has the first pick, actually. How does it even work? How do you not set a lineup and you still can't achieve the first pick? Because I'm trying to tell you, you You're idiot, to... that once you make it to a certain spot in <laughs> the playoffs, that you're in the loser's bracket. So the people who didn't make the playoffs at all finish like the, the four worst teams end up yeah. into their own little bracket, and it's either for first and se- or you know for basically first and second, eleventh or twelfth, yeah. or ninth and tenth. I got you. So it's like playing cornhole and just tanking on the whole. Basically, everybody makes the playoffs. You're either in the losers bracket, you're in the playoffs, and then if you continue on, you're still in the playoffs. And if you're not, then you're in the losers bracket again. Or you don't have, you actually don't have games until a certain point. Actually, if you would pay attention, you guys should do like a like a wall of shame or something. I'm too busy paying attention to titles and winning. Yeah, you're too busy setting up leagues with freaking twelve teams, eighty-five wide receivers on your roster. So there's like nobody if somebody gets hurt. Do you you buy extra points? No. No, no. I do, do, do. You I have do to pay for your, for your transactions. Crazy. No, I don't do anything crazy. I had a two quarterback league last year. You don't year. have to pay a dollar for each transaction. You two do? quarterback league, and, and all of a sudden, like I'm this big pariah. So I don't know. He's Roger Goodell. <laughs> he, is, he doesn't but, like the size of my bench. Is that what it is? Yeah, he doesn't like it. Too many players. He says it's not enough for him there to is. just go peruse on free agency when he needs something in a pinch. You should. Because he didn't That's draft well or didn't trade well. Alternating your team. That's like the beauty of it, man. Yeah, yeah like, you can still do that. But you shouldn't nah, if someone's you shouldn't holding the whole bro, you shouldn't be I'm just able. saying in week six, I shouldn't be having to try to recruit Rudy from Notre Dame from nineteen seventy five to come play wide receiver, bro. This is true. That's all I'm saying. Throw me a bone here. Never happened, by the way. Yeah, he's out there trading. We'd be for having a, to pull pull off practice squad guys, hope they get in to catch like one catch for like two and a half millimeters, you know what I'm saying? Get like negative three points for it. He's out there trading Jefferson yeah, for uh, for Uncle Rico. Yeah, you know, saying it hurts me. <laughs> Two All quarterback right. league ain't got nobody in the back. They'll say this is beat Zach up night, huh? This is beat okay. Zach up night. Happy right. Monday. Kind of like the Bucks got beat the other night. Oh right? man, they did too. We're still a little butt hurt from that win or that there, loss. There, there were a couple bright spots, but <laughs> not very many for the Steelers. For the Steelers, yeah. Hey no, man, they, McCollum no. looked good. Pickett looked good. Pickett. Zion McCollum. Talking about the yeah, cornerback, I, yeah. I like a couple of those plays. He's still rough around the edges, boy, but he he, he could ball, man. He said, "Y'all, y'all look good as hell." He did too. get burned too, though. He did yeah, have man. an interception, but he got burned. It's like we can't put a lot of stock into the preseason. No, no, no. Game. It's preseason you, you, for everybody, especially you, in the first preseason game when, when when we're playing against. But you see uh, the potential. Yeah. You see the explosiveness that could be there with the right training. I agree. The pra- they, it looked worse than a, than a training camp practice out there. I'll leave it at that, man. I don't know what they were thinking, what happened, the heat. It was Friday night. I don't know if the hot dogs got to them or something, man. <laughs> they didn't show up, man. Well, Not like I'm one. saying, you, you just can't put a lot of stock into it. They they were they weren't playing their starters. A lot of them, we weren't playing ours. Neither were the Steelers, and uh, they were they I mean, were the in Steelers, sync. They, they were in sync. They did. They did start out with Kenny Pickett out there, their starting quarterback, and they did have a couple of their starters and and, and Pickens and stuff. And it, and they, there was a connection from Kenny Pickett to George Pickens, 
uh, and a pretty quick uh, conversion of a touchdown on their first drive. Can we call that the pick and pick connection? Yeah, it's kind of weird uh, having, I don't know, maybe it's just in my own head that it's just kind of weird pickings and pick. I don't know. But uh, very yeah, similar. He I did think. have a, a pickings had a, or pickings, see, now it's now screwing me up. Pickett had How a uh, very good first pick, drive, pick, six pick. for seven for 70 yards and a touchdown. Uh, but equally, on the other side of the ball, our boy Baker Mayfield, uh, in your eyes, probably was perfect because uh, that's all I've been hearing. Is no, how, I wouldn't say he was perfect. I mean, he how good he was and how Trask – and this is and it's not just you, but I've been hearing this in, in, in sports talk radio nationally and just like we were watching before we left here, um, talking about Baker had such a great game and how efficient he was through a touchdown and how good he looked. Granted, he did look very good, but he wasn't really throwing the ball too far down the field. He only had – a seven-yard average for his completions, whereas Trash had a 9.9, basically a 10-yard, which is the same thing that uh, Kenny Pickett had. How many was, sacks did he have? He did, but that's not really a stat you can throw on a quarterback and say, hey, you're a Double clutch. Double clutch. No, he had no time. I mean, we, we can all sit here. I mean, we looked at the pressure rate when, before we left the house. It was 11% for Baker and 39% pressure rate for, for, uh, for Trask. And no quarterback's going to get it done like that. And I know you had made the point to me that they had the Randall same Cunningham receivers, the same receivers and the same line in there, but there was something different about it. And I don't think well, it was Trask's ability to maneuver. I just think some, I think some breakdowns happen. I think that what it was too is you got to think you're going against a defense coordinator. Maybe they ran a certain kind of defense against Baker Mayfield. Maybe they wanted to put the pressure on Trask to see what he see did, what he see do. what he could do because he is the least experienced of the two guys that are going for. The, the starting quarterback position. So, in a way, it could be a good situation for the Bucks because you got to see that kind of stuff. When you're going against your defense all the time, you know you, you know your defense. Not saying that the defense doesn't make plays against us because there's – you know, Oh, I'm sure they do. It's there, a great there, defense yeah, there's, to have. There's, there's the talks of all this interceptions that have already yeah. happened, training camp and stuff like that. So, we know we're not just going out there balling against the defense. But after a while, you, you, know, you know your players' tendencies. You know – by formation, probably what's going to happen with the uh, Steelers, you don't play these guys all the time. So it's a different look. It's a different everything. You got to think, where did Baker Mayfield come from? He's played against this defense. It's not like he it's changed. You got a point. It's not like it's changed. So, he, so Baker did have the – there's things that Baker had the advantage on, and I'm not going to sell Trask out for it yet because – there's still two more preseason games. We'll get into that a little bit, you know, later as as far as the other preseason game, and we'll get into a little bit more of the QB battle here in a little, in, in a few minutes too. But it, it, I don't think that Trask played horrible. He did get pressured. He had a couple sacks. I don't think he did have an interception. I don't think he played what he wanted to do. I thought he played. I thought he played well. I truly did. I, th I think if you look at the numbers and you, you take away the interception and you look at it, he threw 60%, basically 99 yards, basically 100 yards. So he's averaging 10 yards a throw, basically. Uh, which and Trask is, would probably look at you and tell you that he doesn't feel like he played as good as he could have, though. So, I mean, I, like I said, I, I don't think he played horrible, but yeah. I, I think Trask would probably have liked personally to play better. I'm just saying, personally, we don't need to be feeding into this. like Not us personally, but uh, like the media feeds into this this yeah, quarterback battle, like it's still up in the air. It like, is. This it is, is one game. One game not in. Win it for one, game hey, in. One, one, one game in for each quarterback, and one game in for this new system. One thing that they did say, Baker got the nod to start this week. 
Trask is going to have the nod to start this week coming up. Or, you know, Baker started yeah, the first the game. Jets. We got the second game coming up against the Jets. Trask is going to start against that. Are they going to do the timeshare the same? I don't know. Are they going to maybe give us a little bit more time with each quarterback since it is the second game? And usually, like, the third game is the one that kind of rests the starters a little bit more. Yeah. I think I think what's going to happen this game is we're going to see a flip. Just what we saw with Baker, he's going to be playing the second half. Um, get four drives of peace probably. But I think the difference is going to be that Trask is actually going to have some players out there. I think we're actually going to have a Mike Evans sighting, Chris Godwin, some line, linemen that weren't playing, might be playing. This might. This is that game. It'll be a right? different this, look for him. The second game is the game when you play your starters. Correct? Will we and see then, Sauce Gardner versus Kyle Trask? I don't think so. And it was the point that I mentioned to you earlier. The Jets had the Hall of Fame game. So right now, this is their last game which is yeah. our second. So we're going to be playing probably a lot of our starters a little bit more, especially the guys that didn't dress last week. And the Jets are probably going to play in a lot of scrubs, a lot of guys that want to make the team. So we, we see what they this, got. Is, this is a good litmus test for us. I know we're playing against scrubs, but we better do something against these guys. If we're going to be putting out starters and they're going to be putting out second and third stringers, we better be doing something. I think it's still too early for that offense, man. I think the defense, as long as the defense plays good, they're filling in a couple old holes, but – the offense is going to take a lot more time than two games. To well, even unfortunately, look you're like probably you're probably right, but the thing is, is we don't have that luxury being in the NFL. All the luxury, we don't, because it's the second preseason game, and we're coming up on week one here soon, so we got to get ready. They're they're not even going to look good till week six. The, I don't even they're, honestly. That, my yeah, point, right. my point being is, I don't think they're going to look good at all throughout the whole season because I, I think it's going to be a learning process. And and this quarterback battle that we're having in this preseason about who's going to be the 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 head pirate on the ship uh, uh, taking this team, you know, throughout the season, uh, we need to be worried about the future because I don't think any of these guys, unless they give Trask a chance and he shows out, he's not coming back. I don't think. And then Baker, he's on a one year deal, so he doesn't do well, or if he doesn't shine or like literally have the season that we all thought he was going to have, being the number one overall pick, he's going to be gone, and we're going to be without a quarterback. That means we're going to be drafting a quarterback and then starting this process all over again. No, I agree, and I I, don't see I didn't mark one. it up there yet because I'm, I'm probably going to save it to a little bit later in the season, and it may be a list that we revisit and that list might actually change, but it's supposed to be the top 10 available quarterbacks coming out of college this year because that realistically may be what we're looking at later on in the season. 100%. Who knows? Then why not just start Trask? That's my whole argument. Because they want to they be competitive, man. They want to give it – Mike Evans said it today. This team is not in rebuilding for him, right? He thinks he's trying to win. Majority of these guys out here, they're really trying to win. They're not throwing it away so, like some people in, the, in uh, fantasy football. So Baker you know? is the answer to that? That's who they could afford. Yeah, I, I get, that's, I get hey, that. Man, that's their money. I, that's, I totally that's who they get could buy. That. But I think you invested a second round, early second round pick on Carl Trask. You go ahead and give him the reins, and, and you let him be the quarterback. And if and, and then if you have a bad season, guess what? You're you know that Kyle Trask is not going to be that future. You've got that top five pick. You go out there and get either May or Williams or whoever else is out there. That's all my point. I think is, this is, game. I was thinking it's a defined, They will have a defining chapter in the Buccaneers season. Like you said, Kyle Trask is going to start. He's going to get the majority of the looks. He's going to get the first team out there. This might make it for him. Or it might, he might fall out and not have, it, not have a good look at the beginning of the season. Well, we'll he get, has a big game, maybe first, first game starter, it, week one. It, 
He we'll has see. a bad game. They're going to wait and pull the plug on Baker Mayfield in the fourth or fifth game of the year. And that's basically what I said early on before uh, first show of the season is basically they're going to start with Baker, but I don't think it's going to end with Baker. I think they're going to they're going to get in Trask and see what they got in their future quarterback and and if they have something great. If not, they're continue to lose and maybe not on purpose because you know that I, I think that doesn't exist in professional sports. But when you're a bad team, you continue to lose. You get a higher pick, and then we got I, a chance. I at mean, hey, the Bucks Caleb. are professionals of being a bad team. The, the Bucks are the the most losingest franchise in all all of all sports. sports. All so sport, we're good at something, baby. Speaking of losers and winners, Peter Plank put out a list: uh, three winners, two losers from this past preseason game. Baker Mayfield is on there, um, eight and nine passing, one touchdown, sixty-three yards. Didn't get sacked. Nothing to really write home about. Yeah. Did he take care of the ball? Sure, he did. So, we'll, can I guess who's on the negative? Uh, is, is Kyle Trask one of those people? No. Oh, okay. Another winner is the recipient of said touchdown from Baker Mayfield, Trey, Trey Palmer. Palmer. Trey yeah. Palmer, your boy, Trey Palmer. And to be honest with you, he's somebody we talked about that, hey, maybe this guy, you know, even though he's a later round pick, doesn't mean anything. Doesn't. He, he, show he, up he, he can come man. in, you know, do some special team stuff, but we seen him make a nice – like the play was in the back of the end zone. Not only did he make a fantastic catch, he made sure that he got his feet in bounds because it was – and for a rookie, sometimes that can be difficult. It they is. come from a system where they can just get one foot, foot in, in and one all toe that stuff. in, and you're good. So that that's no, that's promising because Trey, if he he's got an opportunity right now to be the third, maybe well, probably the fourth or fifth receiver in this offense. Because right now, I mean, as the Bucks go with wide receiver depth, we're not as deep as we've been in in past years. So he has an opportunity to actually play some some downs this year. Well, I've read a lot of stuff out there that says that uh, Russell Gage. Yeah. It's pretty much a show of proof. He may be a guy come fifty three or fifty five man roster cuts. Mm-hmm. He may he may be a guy on the outside looking in and, and save us some moolah. Then Russell Gage to get pumped out. I mean, I don't know. if you got guys like uh, Devin out. Thompson who who's yes. been looking good in preseason, they really do a whole lot in the game. Yeah, you got uh, Trey Palmer who we we're just talking about. They just signed a new receiver. They just. We'll get to that in a minute. My bad, my bad. There were a couple other guys that looked pretty good in preseason as well. So one of my big pluses for the wide receiver core for Friday night's or was it Friday night's game? Yeah, it was yeah, Friday night. Friday night uh, was David Moore, a former Seattle uh, Seahawk. I'm sorry if I'm spoiling the list. I did not see no, no. the list, but uh, former Seahawk, Chicago Bear. He's been traveling around, but uh, he had three catches for 66 yards, a couple big plays. He looked really good. Yeah, there was a couple of good, good Another guys. Another guy that can provide some depth for us at so, wide receiver. If Russell ain't going to provide it, which to me, it's been an underwhelming performance from him since he's been over here anyway. So I wouldn't be really upset if we lost Russell Gage and some of these younger guys got a chance to play. I don't think it's going to happen. Like I said, our depth is not what it used to be. So I think they're going to hold on to him. Definitely. We'll, we'll see. Any way to free up some money. One of the losers on the list that you were asking, you know, yeah. who, who, who the losers are, and, and, and no, Kyle Trask is not on the They're both actual linemen. Uh, okay. Not Cody. Let me go Cody Mock with his two false starts penalties. He, he is on there, and so is Luke Gadecki. Oh, man. So uh, That's such a weird name, Gedeki. It's uh, Gedeki? Yes. Yeah, I believe it's Gedeki, yeah. Okay. Gedeki? It looks like Godeki. Godeki, yeah. But, yeah. 
The two two linemen, which it goes back to what Zach said. Hey, your boy got hit four times. He got sacked. So I mean, Lots he was under pressure. pressure. Almost forty percent pressure rate compared to eleven percent. Even though it was the same line. But also to your point that they might have been running something different. Steelers might have been running something different, but hell, the Bucks might have been running a little something different as far as the scheme with the two different quarterbacks. You know, running Baker a certain way looked like they were doing some rollouts with Baker and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't see much of that with Trask. Well, and, and Trask isn't as quote unquote mobile as, yeah. as Baker is. Yeah. So that could have been a, a, a little bit more of a pocket passer situation with the offense. So any good coordinator is going to try to cater it to whatever quarterback that they're working with. You're not going to run the same kind of stuff that you would with a Lamar Jackson as you would with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, true. Um, the third winner of this list is a quarterback, John. John Walford, yeah. John Walford uh, had a pretty solid game, they said. So I, I think he's playing himself to at least on, on this roster as a backup. Well, a backup, I think what backup. we saw with San Francisco last season, I think it's going to be three guys going in. Oh, you almost have to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, there used to be a time where you would just carry two just quarterbacks into the season, but I don't think we're going to be seeing that anymore. They don't make men like that no more. You don't got Vinny Testaverde out there playing. <laughs> that and, and, I mean, they added that extra game that means yeah. relevance. They took one of the preseason games away. They made it a, a regular season game, and it, it, there's relevance behind the games now. So you kind of got to do what you got to do. We've seen with San Francisco in the playoffs. They had that, you know, unfortunate run of uh, and they injuries. they had a former Buccaneer playing on that team. Oh, yeah. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson got hurt. Oh, oh yeah, they did. That's, yeah, right. that's right. Former that's Buccaneer, Josh Johnson. No, that's right. Him He's been in the league for so yeah. long. Since Gruden. I think Gruden yeah. drafted him. Yeah, uh-huh. I believe he did. Damn, that's I, like 16 years that yeah. he's just been a journeyman backup. He set records. I believe he went to San Diego State University. And he set a bunch of records over there. So it's cool to see him still in the league. But, yeah, that's crazy, I, that name. And then that popped into my head. It's like, oh, wait, he was the third quarterback that went down in that game. That's he right. was. That's, that's he crazy. Down. That's crazy. Yeah, and itself. for that to happen to San Francisco in the playoffs and the run that they were on last season. They were derailed. And the amount of court- – I mean, it, that was crazy. We did add a new wide receiver, though, as Eddie talked mm-hmm. about earlier. Quincy, over. Quincephus Jones or something? Uh, it's Cephas Johnson. <laughs> Cephas Johnson. Who was released by the Minnesota Vikings. He's, he was an undrafted free agent. He played some quarterback in uh, college, also some wide receiver. Nice. I, I, I don't know. I don't know much about much him. Much about him. To yeah, be I'm honest. not going to yeah. sit here and pretend like we know a bunch about Cephas Jones. You didn't know about Johnson. him, man? <laughs> but, All the uh, knowledge in your head and you couldn't bring up no, Cephas? Uh, nope. All I can say is that he was probably brought in uh, to uh, provide a little more depth to that wide receiver position because there's not a lot of depth. Well, maybe give us some little some little insight about about Palmer. the Minnesota Vikings who we there play week go. one. Week one could be six uh-huh. four though, two hundred twenty four pounds, big target, the big, big receiver. Right there, that's something we're kind of lacking right now besides Mike Evans and Chris Godwin's. You know, he's a little meaty, but he's not. A yeah. big dude like that. So maybe it's to provide a little more depth for those big guys. Be, he's somebody we could probably look at for maybe this game coming up that we'll get into a little bit. I'm sure we'll see him. So one thing that we got to talk about, since old Brady left, they took out some seats in Ray J. Oh, they got rid of the, what was it called? The crew corner? The crew corner or something the like cruise that. The cruise nest? Cruise nest. nest. That's what it is, the cruise nest. Which hey, man, you don't have Brady in there selling them tickets. You don't need an extra 10,000 seats sold. I don't think it was 10,000. I think it was, was like, like 30. Four. I think it was, it was like, like 3,600, uh, 3, I think they said. But still, that's that's a lot of seating. It was, it was a lot of seating. Um, 
the thing about it is you're going to need him back again one day, just not this week. And when we were on our way here to do the show, Zach kind of had a, a question that he wanted to ask, and, and I'm going to let him get into it about, about the stadium. So Raymond James Stadium built 1996. They started the process, yep. finished in 98. They opened it. We're seeing nowadays and with all these different stadiums around the NFL, even NBA, MLB, these billion-dollar projects, um, building these new stadiums to bring more people in, kind of like they do in, in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Staples Center was, was you know, downtown uh, L.A. Live. Uh, they do it um, all over the place with these new stadiums, basically bringing an atmosphere that goes for 365 days and not just for Sundays for the mm-hmm. NFL, uh, whether that's casinos or uh, theme parks or what have you. My point being, Raymond James Stadium is almost 30 years old. Is it become one of those kind of stadiums that it's not as good as everybody else? And maybe it's time. No, man. Not at all. Time for a new one. Not at all. I think it still ranks. You got to look it up somewhere. I remember seeing it like a, a week or two. It still ranks up there as one of the coolest stadiums to go visit. Really? Yeah. I mean, you got a big-ass pirate ship in the middle of your stadium. That, that, How many that is people a cool have, has a pirate ship, bro, that goes off? That is a great Everyone feature. Everyone goes there just to hang out at the pirate ship. But it ain't the stadium. I'm not arguing for this or against it, but when you say the pirate ship, that's something that can easily be picked up and moved hey man, to a new that's stadium. What give this, that's what gives Raymond James its character. But other than that, I mean, yes, we put the Glazers put millions of dollars into that stadium since it was built. New Jumbotrons. Jumbotrons. Jumbo they have to, though. Yeah. They have to. It's either that Retrofitting the stadium or a brand new stadium. The club seat area is legit, man. Once you go club, you'll never go back to the regular seats. They they take care of you in the club, man. You don't even want to go sit outside. Them cushions. Oh, it's it's beautiful in there, man. I feel VIP in the nosebleed club. So they do a good job. I I like the stadium. I'm not ready to give that one up yet. Also, the location of the stadium. It's a good location. It's decent. It's, it's a it's, great location. You got 275. You got I-4. You got Mons Venus. Mons. Oh, you got yeah, Mons. No, I, I get the it. places there, man. But my, my, point is, my point is, yes, I guess you, you're you bringing in, you're not bringing in people 365 to Ray J. And the yeah, parking ain't that bad either. I get it, but I'm talking about revenue 365 days a year and not just for Taylor Swift here and stuff like that. You you know, put a casino Put it down by the fairgrounds. We can't have casinos here yet because they won't. You can put it on Indian reservation. They won't come to an agreement. There's no sports betting here yet because they haven't come to an agreement with the the Seminole Indians. I like the location, man. I don't think they need over there by for it. Maybe the Rays need something over there. But well, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a whole other story, happen, man. Yeah. I think Raymond James is in a perfect area. You got Legends Field right there, all right. So you have their parking. You have that whole just area there, man. It's, it's I can't Even just I can't, driving through there. I get pumped up. I can't argue the area. Like I'm, agree, I'm gonna agree with you on that. Like, yeah, would it be cool if we had it kind of like downtown, like uh, Amelie Arena, where the the Bolts play, kind of like a uh, uh, channel size? Is that what it's called yeah. down yeah, there? Yeah, that, that's you know, their cool area. Cool atmosphere. Man. That's what I'm talking about. Just building an atmosphere where people want to come to the, that stadium and that area to spend their money. It's a tourist trap. That's that's what I'm talking about. We don't need tourist traps, man. We need Bucks fans. But we have a hey, hard time 20, selling 20 that bucks. stadium out without having. The greatest quarterback that's ever played. No one wants to go sweat and watch a team lose. So that's another part of my point. It's okay though. Do man. you that's build something with a roof? I think the Bucks are still the number one team 
for like worldwide, like it's one of the most popular teams. Maybe not number one, but they're top five for most popular teams in the world. That's I don't false. know why either. That's no, there really was. No, they are, man. They're up there. They should. Like, what, I mean, like how far up the list? Like up I'll, there. I'll name Pittsburgh Steelers, Cowboys. I bet you the Bucks are more favored than the, the LA Pittsburgh Lakers. Steelers. They shared it into our group that you probably yeah. never go into. <laughs> I'm telling you, they were. The Bucks they're, are like famous in other countries. It's funny because you're right. They're in a lot of countries. They're, 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 he's talking about worldwide. They're, they're, well, I mean, I know they have their affiliation with Manchester United over there in England, and the Glazers own, own them, but they're also very hated by the English people over there for that. But the English people hate everybody, man, so no yeah. offense to the English that is, that people. That is true. You. That is true. They have horrible food over they're there and points. horrible teeth. Facts. I mean, so what are your thoughts on the stadium deal, man? I'm not opposed to a new stadium because I would like a dome or some kind of something where you're not out there. Buccaneers get a lot of one o'clock games, especially now without the goat. We're definitely getting a lot. And if you ain't living in Florida right now, if you listen to to us outside of Florida, it is hot as hell. Craig, it's hot. Craig, it's It's hot. hot. It's hot everywhere. Oregon, the Northwest was at 109 the other day. Ouch. Everybody's in a heat wave right now. Yeah, it's, Maui's it, on fire. Like, what the yeah. f is going on? Guys coming back into the world, bro. Tom Brady Super Bowl with Revelations, baby. Revelations. Nah, that's that's a totally different show. But yeah, man, I'm not opposed to it. I don't know necessarily the logistics on where they would put said stadium because we we can't just tear this one down and rebuild it because it won't happen what, fast enough. What if we did exactly what we did with the other stadium when they dropped Hulahan? They made it a parking lot, and they started building in the parking lot next to it. What if they started building the stadium to the right, not where Houlihan used to sit, but to the other side of the stadium? They got the huge parking lot there. Yeah, they, they start building but, there. But they would have to. St- they would still have to have a football stadium to play in, though. Yeah, you don't demolish Raymond James. You start building. Yeah, that's what they had to do for Houlihan. Yeah, but the Bucks played in that stadium till the other. So you're saying it'd be right in the same vicinity then? You you much. end it. You what you do is you build it and you end the build date in the off season, so you can open up the brand new season over there. You're not gonna build no stadium in one. I year. don't know. I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, you know. But I'm just saying. I thought you worked for Benders. There's logistics. Come on, man. Okay. There's there is logistics. logistics. There's a lot of logistics. I wouldn't mind some shade of the games. Imagine I'm not about that. Bringing can we, can in we get not some curtains just, or something up there, man, like an umbrella. Bringing in not just Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans, but all the people that come here to see their teams. We were talking about this earlier. The Cowboys fans, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Shit. Any fan base that plays here that's not from Florida. They, they flock here. What about spring training? You got the, the Yankees right across the street. Why not open up a billion-dollar facility right there and bring all these people here? I don't know. They so already want, they already so you want to open up one stadium for baseball, for But football. don't have the public pay for it. Let's not do this all over again with the penny tax like they paid for Raymond James. Well, it, it, it ain't going to happen Why don't we just knock like down uh, Amelie and just build it downtown Tampa, a whole new one? What's wrong with Amelie? What's wrong they with put Raymond like James? $35 million into that place. I know they put a lot in the Raymond James, too. I'm not saying, but you're coming at me like I'm saying they should rip down. I'm just bringing the argument because, you know, I like to play devil's advocate that maybe. Hey, you're argumentative. We're, They're picking on Craig. We're not a Lambo. Now you got hate Listen, Raymond hey, James. Are we a Lambo? Are we, are we Arrowhead Stadium? No, we're not. We're no, never going to be James. that. So we need to evolve. We, we did evolve. We're not sitting on bleacher seats dying at Houlihan Stadium anymore, man. We upgraded. What about doing what they did over there in Miami? That's one of the nicest stadiums now. Oh, People Miami got love all that. that. With Miami got all that coat money. That so half different. roof. Yeah, no, they got, no, they got the Colombians. They down designed there, that bro. half roof so everybody's in the shade. All the fans are, are in the shade, but yeah. the whole field is lit. They got lit. the cocaine cowboys yeah, down there. Yeah. 
What about the Glazers? They own Manchester United. They ain't spending that kind. They ain't spending no man. You, you know, they watch their budget, man. They're a different yeah, type of bro, people. They they ain't spending that money on Ray J. We don't have to pay another penny tax to get that roof. Yeah, they well, they, that they money already elsewhere. they did spend money on Ray J. They're just not what you're saying. It's just, they're just not going to spend the billions of dollars that it's going to take nowadays to build a new one. It's not needed yet. They're going to need funding from the city. Again, I, I think I think before we ever get to another stadium here, it, we're looking at least another twenty years. At least. So a fifty-year-old Raymond James Stadium. Yeah. So how old Soldier Field? And they're moving to Arlington because the, the Chicago will not rebuild them a new stadium. They just put like a billion. That's a bad move because Soldier is. Field is in a beautiful area. It, it was well, right there on the lake. Yeah. And Navy Chicagoans right or there. whatever. They really want their team there, but the city they screwed up. They put a bunch of money in there that they're still paying hand over fist for right now. They have not even paid. Well, that's just the politicians. A drop into the bucket on what they owe on that stadium still from the renovations they did twenty years ago. Well, and now it. they're moving. Chicago's going to be picking up, and they're going to be, be moving pole. out to Arlington, which shouldn't be that weird. Arlington, Texas. A, a lot of no, Arlington, uh, Illinois. It's a okay. it's a suburb of okay. Chicago, but it's not weird because a lot of the teams don't play in the city. You know what I mean? That they're from. Like New York plays in New Jersey. Uh, Real estate tax. Forty ers play in Santa Clara, so well, it's like. Well, so here's my thing. That's a good point, Eddie. It's cheaper not to do it in the city. Well, you you, you that that was kind of going to be my point. Mm-hmm. I've been to Chicago. There's not really a lot of places to to just move the stadium and build another one. So you're going to have to probably go the route like Eddie's saying. And, yeah. And, and you were bringing up to, to go to the Arlington and build the stadium because there's actually property out there that you're not, you know, you're going to have to, like, tear down apartments and other stuff that's already there that would obviously get rebuilt in the old Soldier Field area once they demolish that and, and rebuild there there's not a lot of a room out there in, in chicago yeah and i think uh, i watched something on it plus but you I, got I, the cubs and the, and the the white Sox there i don't think so they're going to demolish soldier field i don't think they're demolishing what they gonna do it with it. Uh, i think they'll use it for like uh monster uh, graduations monster yeah jam. like different oh that'd be a dope different monster things jam. like that yeah. taylor, no. taylor swift ice capades, stuff like disney that. on ice okay that'd be pretty dope though yeah, man you but love no, you loving some T Swift, bro. Just because she sold out three shows at Raymond James, just three. She sold out every show. She's crazy. She's bigger than Beyonce. Not T Swizzle. Hey, don't let don't let, don't let the Beehive say, hear you say that. I'm well. I'm just saying it's factual. <laughs> You're probably right. I guarantee you her albums those are crushing. I think you should put that should be your poll of the week. Is should the Bucks get a new stadium? It might be. What thing we do got going on? Because you guys were bringing up Hulahan Stadium, oh. little old school situation. Not the old school, Ooh, not Buckle Bruce. We taking it back. They got Creamsicle Day coming up this year, October fifteenth against, ironically, one of our old divisional foe, the Detroit Lions. Not the Barry Sanders Ooh, Lions. It's funny that one of the luckily la- not the Barry one Sanders. One of the last years that we were in the Creamsicles. And in Houlihan Stadium, I was supposed to go to this Lions game. It was the playoff game, the Lions and the wild card game against the Bucks, which we ended up winning and going on. I think it might – it wasn't 99. It was like a couple years before that. Okay. Um, but I uh, ended up not being able to go. But, yeah, it's funny that one of the last games we played in our creamsicles, we are playing Detroit. Yeah. Hey, luckily they don't have Bear Sanders because he probably still get 150 yards on us. That's and factual. one quarter and a touchdown. That's factual. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think Levante David will stop him. Maybe. Yeah. Hey, Barry had the moves, man. Yeah, Barry did. had he the did. moves like Jagger. He did. He'd make the spit come out your mouth, shake you so bad. But with with, with these cream sickles, which 
all the fans were dying for when we had Brady. It didn't happen when we had Brady. Of course, it happens the year after. But I think that the creamsicle uniforms are such an iconic thing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Yuckineers, whatever you want to call us from back in the days. The Suckineers. I mean, we went to Sarasota High together, Eddie. We heard all kind of stuff on the bus about all of the Bucks, this, the Bucks, that, because everybody was on the the Dallas Cowboys. Mind you, people not even don't even know what Dallas looked like, probably still to this day, Cowboys fans. But anyways, we keep it real around here. We represent our home team. But the Creamsicles, iconic jersey, probably one of the most iconic jerseys, I think, in the NFL. There's maybe a few others that, I mean, you know the Raiders. When you see the Raiders, you know the 49ers. They haven't really changed a whole lot on, on that aspect. But that bright orange that creamsicle orange was always a staple in the NFL. With very the, iconic the, with for many for many reasons, though. It's like iconic to Bucks fans because we remember days of just sucking ass in those jerseys for many many years many until years. the end. Until the end, like when we started getting, you know, the the, the, the Brooks and the, the Saps Brooks and the yeah. Lynch. When they changed, it changed our demeanor when they changed those colors. Did it? Yeah, it, it did. We, when they when they went to pewter, it's kind of like the Rays. Is when the when the Rays 100%. went from. The Devil Rays to the Rays. Tampa Rays, it kind of changed Carlos something. Pena out there. Yeah, man, I love the, the but but the, talking the Bruce. but talking about the jerseys, uh, we were having a conversation. A lot of these teams around the, the NFL this season are going to be doing these uh, throwback jerseys and bringing on some new styles and ideas. Uh, and right now, we've got a list of ten of those, and counting it down from the top. Don't make it drop. So who's number one? <laughs> Yo, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No. What, why you got to spoil my list like that, Eddie? Damn. He's, you see that, Craig? He just jumped a gun. <laughs> just went went from 10 to 1 and like zero. <laughs> oh, my. I don't, I don't like surprises. All right. Well, we'll cut that out or something. Probably not. It'll probably make the cut. It's in there. But at number 10, and this is my one of my favorites that I think needs to be in the top five. I think it's a little underrated, is the Indiana Knights. Who? The Colts, Indianapolis Colts got these Indianapolis Knights, uh, Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana Knights jerseys with these black helmets, dark blue. I don't know. I just think it looks pretty sweet. At number nine, we got the Denver Broncos. They're bringing back uh, all orange jerseys with the white helmet. I think it looks pretty dope. So this before the John Elway, this is the, uh, what was the name, the running back out there? Terrell Davis? No, before him. Oh, who's the, who's the man in Denver? It was like a the, what's his name? John Elway. I mean no, that's that's what I'm about to say. John Elway. That's, that's what I say. Oh no, man! He used to be on the the morning show. On the, oh, he wasn't running back. He was the defensive player. It'll come to me in a minute. All right, Steve Atwater. No, no, he wasn't running back. He was a safety. Them. All right, number eight. We got the Browns. They going with the all white uniform. Actually, they got a picture of David and Joku. I'm sure that's going to be one of your favorites, right there with, with you, the all baby. white. And then at number seven, we've got the Minnesota Vikings. This is probably the worst one of all. Honestly, they they look the same to me. I, I don't I don't see a difference at all. Number six is the Lions. I think they're just starting off with like new helmets or something because that's all that's pictured in this photo in this video, and it looks all right. I mean, I'm not too crazy about them to be honest with you. The Vikings throwback is more from like when they had like Chris Carter and stuff like that. It's it's a little different. Purple's yeah, a little different. I don't different. feel like that's much of a throwback though, right? Yeah, they really haven't changed much over the years, honestly. At number five, and this is when we start getting into the top five, 
one of these teams I think needs to be out, and it's this team. It's the Jets, the Jets. and their new jerseys. No I, one likes the Jets. I remember that time when they used to wear those. They're okay. They're not too bad. Uh, then we got the Tennessee Titans at number four who are rocking the throwback Houston Oilers uniform and helmet. Oh, no. And the baby blue, the powder blue, which are really dope. And then at number three, we got the Seahawks. Number two is the Philadelphia Eagles. And then we got Bucko Bruce and the Creamsicle Orange for the Buccaneers at number one. My question to you, Craig and Eddie, is who would you take out of the top five and who would you add to the top five? You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. So I'm always going to take the... uh the Knights, I don't know, man. It's, I don't. I don't feel like I, I really care too much for the Knights. Okay. It's, kind of, it's kind of a lame thing. You talking about the Indiana Knights? The Indiana Knights it doesn't really seem too appealing for me. They're number ten. They're close enough to the bottom. It's not gonna hurt me. I think that uh, the old school Chargers, that's an awesome throwback. I know they've used it a few times, but I still like that jersey a lot. All right, well, let's stay on task. Let's go with the ten that we provided you. With the 10 that you provided me? Yes, in the article. Don't you remember? Okay, we're going to skip Eddie. My bad. He, he uh, smoked his breakfast before he came in. So let me go ahead and answer my mine real quick. You already know we love the Bucko Bruce. I'm I think that's with, number one, honestly. I'm going yeah, with the powder blue Texans or uh, Titans with the Houston Oilers. That's, my, that's I, Personally, I think that's number two on the list for me. Um, I think they should be up higher. I, I do like the Philadelphia, that different color green. It's like the uh, the throwback. Throw up green. It's it's almost I don't know. I feel like it's It's almost like the it's almost like the crayon it, color you used to color color your trees in, in elementary that school. It's, it's almost like the the Notre Dame throwback. Okay. I the, wasn't a big fan of that either. Um, what? What's wrong with the Notre Dame throwback? No, number three though, I, I I'm I mean, liking the Seahawks jerseys. You're liking that? Those are pretty Those clean. Are nice. I don't know. That just reminds me of John Kitna days. They're still pretty clean. I, I would have Definitely the I would say the Lions or the Browns above those Jets jerseys though those, those all white Cleveland jerseys those things go hard they do they do but they're gonna get dirty quick they are gonna get dirty <laughs> quick football they're, they're gonna get dirty quick but I think they regardless if they're gonna get dirty quick or not they look way better than those ugly Jets jerseys so what you're telling me is I'm getting no love from my Indiana boys on the Indiana Knights with them Indiana jerseys nope. It's just like that blues. Just I don't know. Does it look too much like the Titans? That's like arena football. No, it just I don't know. It That's just, disrespectful, Eddie. Uh, did you even don't know one like the Colts? Do you even have the picture up? Do I'm you even know it what right it looks now. like? I'm looking at it right now. Okay. You don't like how do you how can you not like the black on the helmet with that blue? It just pops. How can he not have his opinion? Just let it yeah, be his man, opinion. Okay, I'm gonna let him be. I'm gonna let him be. My bad. It's like you're trying to force him to have the same opinion as hey, you. And, uh, if he don't like the jersey, you don't the, like the jersey. The running back I was thinking about, the throwback running back, was Floyd Little I for mean, the Broncos. For like, what, from like the 43 or something? Dang. My boy, my boy Googled that. I did, too, because I couldn't remember, man. I knew I remember, but I don't remember his name. You Benjamin Button? I don't, know, man. <laughs> don't you worry about me. Four score and seven years ago. I hate the Knights so much, man. I try to kick him out of the top ten and bring somebody new in. You're lucky I didn't pick the Jaguars. Because that first Jaguars jersey was legit. It was. It was. They're a team off. Hey, and one, one question, though. So the Cleveland Browns, how come that can't be the Baltimore Ravens? How come they can't rock that throwback? Well, it wouldn't be the Cleveland Browns. Still a team. The Baltimore Ravens would be 
technically their throwback would be the Cleveland Browns. That's what I'm Browns. talking about. So how come we can't put Baltimore Ravens? Because it's still an active team. Throwing the throwback. Probably because it's still an active team. Yeah. What if it was the Baltimore It would have Browns. to be a throwback. It would have to be a throwback Ravens jersey. Or Baltimore Browns. It never was Baltimore Browns. It was a Baltimore Browns, wasn't it? I thought it was Baltimore Colts. It was the Baltimore okay, Colts. Okay, okay. I like that. Baltimore but, Colts. But you got the Indianapolis Colts. They just moved. Oh, man. Yeah. It's Ravens or nothing. It's tough. Haters. It's Ravens or nothing. Better bring back the Super Bowl jerseys. <laughs> what? The all white? The old, them old Trent Dilfers. The oh, white. man. I still I mean, got my Trent Dilfer. That's what, the cream sickle? Good old number 12. Nah, man. I wish I did. Remember that season in 98 when we had our first year in, in the pewter and Trent Dilfer went 5-0? and He was looking like he was going to be the best quarterback in the league. And that was it. You don't remember that? Why are you putting that? Uh, up, I remember man? that. Why are you putting that? Who remembers Eric Rett? Come Eric on, Rett. man. Eric Rett was Florida. a man, boy. University of Florida, great. Eric Rett. Okay. All right. Just making sure you guys know your Come know on, your man. I know we do a Buck pod podcast, but, you know, y'all say some I'm, I'm about to sometimes. mute this man again. What are you going to say, <laughs> Ernest Grant? I thought too? I'd been on mute the whole time. Nobody's been listening to me. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I'm here. I'm in the cabin. I don't know. Eddie was partying with his alien last night. He had too many surveys with his alien. He started bringing up teams that, like, didn't even get a throwback universe. I was uh, mad about it, man. Change. Like, we well, can't get a team? Like, I can't get a jersey? He's like, he's like, like what, what about the Baltimore Colts? What about that John Elway throwback with a little horse on the, coming out the D? That's right. Oh, that was dope. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, man. Hey, well, oh, he's like, let me get the throwback shade of sharp green Bay Packers. Like, it's Eddie, it's still the same jersey, bro. Yeah. Oh, they should get that one. <laughs> What's wrong with that one? Oh, Lord. I, man. Can't, I can't get the Brett Favre jersey in here? Hey, we might be able to hang it up somewhere. We got plenty of room up here in the walls <laughs> in the cabin. Moving along, though, the truth of what's going to be kind of how our season's looking like. We, we've already talked about this. The game going on this Saturday, 7.30, Buccaneers at the Jets. It's an away game. We have a lot of reason to believe we're not going to be going against the starters for the most part of the Jets. It's their third preseason game already. so We're definitely not seeing A-Rod. Well, was, we're definitely not seeing A-Rod. Right Aaron Rodgers can't get a couple throws out there? No. We'll be seeing some Zach Wilson. We're, we're definitely going to see a lot of Zach Wilson. Yep, he, may, he sure. may be on our roster next. No, I'm just joking. Hopefully no, not. Hopefully not. I don't want to put that evil on us. We'll see. Trask is going to get the nod. Are they going to kind of split it how they did last week, or are we going to see maybe more of a half and a half? I'd like to see Trask get a little more look, at least half. Well, he's definitely going to get a little more look. I think at least no, with think the first team with the first teamers. So. Yeah, I don't think that Baker necessarily. Like, spread the gap on either or. Um, he definitely had a better game. He is a preseason superstar. And we'll see. Baker Mayfield. We'll see. I mean, even I with know. the Browns, he's a preseason superstar. Like I said, depending on how this game looks, I got that list in our group of of the top ten quarterbacks coming out. So it may get he's get already, brought up. He's already sharpening that pencil yeah, right you now. Already got, you already got to keep that on the deck because. So, we may end up being a top 10, top 5 pick top team. Top 5, top 3. Going back to a comment you just made about Zach Wilson, about him maybe possibly being available, would you want a guy like him? No, that was completely a joke. That's why. I what said about I Trey Lance? Not. Hell no. Trey Lance looking like he might be the QB3. He's having trouble beating out Sam Darnold. Ooh. There was a, a personnel for the 49ers that came out in the offseason that said that Sam Darnold is the best thrower of the football that the 49ers have ever had. That's a true statement. And I know that's blasphemy, but 
but that was actually said by somebody. Man. I'm surprised Joe Montana ain't walking there and get that deep stone cold stunner. Yeah, he's not even the best thrower on his team. Bag his neck. Yeah, he's not even the best quarterback in that room. Talking about the former Buccaneer Steve Young like that for real. I like I like what you did there. Who who were some people in this upcoming game? I'm gonna start with with you first, Zach, and then we'll, we'll move over to Eddie. Who's give me an offensive person and a defensive person that you're looking for? Just whatever it may be. Improvements, who, who, who you want to see some stuff from. Well, if I have to go vet. Um, it could be vet or rookie, either way. Well, he's a second-year guy. I'm going to have to see what Rock White does okay. in the backfield okay. and what this running back situation is looking like because it wasn't looking good this past game. Keyshawn Vaughn did he not did, look good at all. Not. Sean Tucker looked good, though. He had that call back uh, holding. Uh, it was a touchdown. It's like yeah. 20-something yards. He looked really good. Um that would be one person as far as uh, like a vet goes on offense. And on uh, as far as rookie goes or a second-year player like Trask. But I would have to say Cody Mock. He's going to be playing next to Tristan probably for the first time if they're playing starters this weekend. And I want to see how he, him and Tristan kind of play. Meld together. Yeah. Okay. Him and Jensen, if Jensen's out there. Yeah, I'm just I'm looking forward to, to seeing the guys out there that didn't play but – for their first a handful, game, yeah, yeah, handful, handful of, of snaps. Let's see, let's see them. Who's you know. some guys on defense you're looking forward to? Oh, that's a good question. I really want to see Kalijah Cansey, but I know he's probably not even yeah, going to make not, uh, any of these preseason games, and so that puts him in question for the, they, the regular season. I have read that he is healing a lot better than what they thought that it might take. Hopefully, we it's won. not a rush back situation or anything like that. But they did say that he seems to be you know, progressing really well in his, in his uh, rehab. As far as the defense goes, I'm going to go with your boy, Servasier. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the way he he looked really good on, on uh, Friday night against the Steelers. Yeah. He made a couple plays, a couple tackles. He was out there flying around. Uh, he just looks the part. Another guy that looked the part off the subject, Quan Alexander was flying around the ball yeah, for was. the Steelers the other night. And why did we ever get rid of Quan? He wanted a $100 million contract. He never got it. But he got a good contract with the 49ers. I don't think he got that he much, got, though. He got paid, I though. think he had that one-year deal, and he was let go and went to the Saints. I don't well, remember. He got a good contract with the 49ers. I think he did get a good contract with okay. the 49ers. I don't remember. We'd have to look that one I, up. I'm, well, you already know I'm on it. Who, who are some people uh, – who's a couple players offensively that you're looking forward to this week and same as well defensively? I'd like to see a little, a little bit more Trey Palmer. Okay. And I want to see a little more Chase Edmonds. I want to see what he can do. Okay. And see if he could be a legitimate if, – if he could beat out – Vaughn. What about on defense? On defense, you know I already like my boy Yaya. Yaya, whatever. What's his name? Yaya, Yaya, Yaya Diaby. Yaya, Yaya Diaby, yeah. He looked good, too. He, he did look good, man. I mean, I mean, we really he, didn't he go into quick, that, and He was running around. He missed the ball a few times, but yeah. I liked his energy out there. Yeah, he is quick off the edge, for sure. Nah, he, and I want to see Shaquille Barrett. I want to okay. see him play a little right, bit. I, I want to see what he looks like. I got to give you some props, Eddie. I was wrong. I'm a man. I'll admit it when I'm wrong. Oh, man. Eddie was right. He had a uh, four-year, $54 million contract okay. with the uh, 49ers. But I don't think he lasted very long with them. No, I think didn't. it was maybe two, two seasons. I think he's out, he, was gonna, he, he was one of those guys. They drafted, they drafted all those guys, brought him in, and they were like, well, we're paying you this much, and this guy's young, man. We're going to give him the money. Well, you, sometimes you, once you sign them contracts, they're good. But if you ain't want to renegotiate, Rework them contracts. Sometimes they got to make a, a decision that's best for the team. Especially if, you know, a lot of that's not guaranteed money or guaranteed money and they don't because have to pay it, it out yeah. to you. They can just release you. 
So I'm a, I'm a lot along the lines with you, Zach. I definitely want to see what we got in this running back room because that was a really sore spot for us. And no matter who our quarterback is, whether it is Baker or whether it is Trask, especially if it is Trask, he's going to need some help from the running game to really be able to do what he needs to do if we're going to be successful. So I, I think a lot hinges on this running back room. And I think if we had some more money to spend in free agency, I wouldn't be surprised if we brought in, you know, one of these free agents that's out here. That bring home Dalvin. I think Dalvin would be out of our price range. That would be a little bit of a really luxury. at this point, though. You think I, I don't six know. million? I think maybe. Yeah, what do you think he's going to get? They ain't got six hundred thousand. I mean, I know. Dal- I'm saying if we had the money, listen, we're if we Dalvin would money. be a savior for us because he would be no, he a would. security blanket for whoever we had back under center. Yeah, and, and that's just the bottom line. I mean, even maybe bringing in a Melvin Gordon. I think Melvin Gordon is better than what we got in the backfield right now. Um, he's had a couple. You're you know, not a big fan of Rock White? I'm not a big fan of Chase Edmonds. I don't know about Rock White yet. Yeah. Keyshawn Vaughn had a horrible game. He did. He hasn't shown anything, man. He, he, I, I like the dude. He's he shown some flashes a little well, bit Let's not read on, into it now. We also had a line that wasn't really doing its job. They haven't gelled together yet, so we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. And they never will because they're the players that played – in the first game are not the starters. So it's not really a good litmus test. We can't really be looking at that first game and say, oh, well, he gave up three sacks and Kyle Trask looked the way he did and the running game looked the way they did. It's not going to be the same team. You know, once this game, whether we're playing against second stringers, first stringers, third stringers, this is the game where we better come out and run the ball good, not have boneheaded penalties, and be able to protect the quarterback. I want to see the wide receiver core as a whole, um, really what they do, because there's been some good – bright flashes from these younger guys we know what chris godwin brings to the table we know what mike evans brings to the table i think that we really need to see something from the depth of the wide receiver ranks and i want to see a little bit more from the tight end position this game a little more from k dotten something yeah i think k I think could show up this year we'll, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes um as far as defense goes man he's on the hot seat with me your boy Joe, Joe Tryon's uh, Shoyinka. Is he still on the team? He's yes, he's still on the team. For now. For now. I mean, no, I, I don't think they're going to cut him. I don't he's think they're going to cut him. First round pick. Nah, gonna, that's it, though, man. They're they're going to they're going to keep him. Well, if he wants to get that second contract, I mean, he's definitely got to start showing up with in, anyone. Yeah, yeah. With, with anyone. I mean, he might even get a second contract, but it's going to be a scrub contract if, if he doesn't start pr- producing. I want to see some more Yaya, some more Servassier, because those two guys right there yeah. ha- have been looking like some quality depth. I want to see what's up with your boy Zay. He, he He's starting to look – McCollum? Yeah, he's starting to look pretty good. If we can get some good depth going on in that DB room. I liked him. I mean – We lost a lot of depth. We lost, we lost yeah, Bunting, so man. We, we I love it. Bunting. It, it, he, he messed up a lot, but it, it, he was there. Yeah, some people are going to have to step up with, with some of the hits that we've taken. You know, we took that that Tom Brady hit on the payroll this year, so that way we didn't have to worry about it next year. Did you guys update your numbers with uh, with Tampa Bay in case they call you up, bring you in for some little help? Nah, man, I they don't want me behind there. We gonna lose. I mean, we definitely gonna have the first round draft pick if I'm back there under the center. Oh man, I'm gonna be th- I'm gonna be throwing an interception to everybody. I'm tripping. Our ass. I'm tripping everybody on second there. I ain't even gonna run, Bob, man. You getting pushed Bob, right off the line? I'm, I'm jumping. I'm, on I'm tripping the running back when I'm handing it off. We losing. <laughs> Get your ass down. I think I'd be like the kicker. I mean, I used to. Be good, <laughs> you look like a, I, you'd be the I kicker. I used to be a good lineman. You know, I played defense. I always wanted to run the ball. Always wanted to emit face mask. Never got it. 
But we I feel get, like if I was in the NFL now, I'm saying right now with my body type, like what am I going to be? I mean, well, I, think he was, I think he was calling, calling, saying, "Do we have our numbers updated with the Buccaneers today? If they need a quarterback, so that's yeah. what I went with." But oh, okay, well, if, I'm saying you're. If playing, you want to be the kicker with the Emmett, go go right ahead. Hey, go out there, man. I will buy you the Emmett. If you, you ain't decide. playing no damn quarterback. What position would you be playing? You'd be playing. My boy wants to be quarterback. You let him be quarterback. I'd be guard and tackle. Is he Jared I would, Lorenz. Listen, I, see? I would be guard and tackle. I would guard the water then. at the end of the bench and tackle anybody who tried to touch that shit. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the wildcat. It'd be the Rabonia mosquito out there. Yeah. I'd be like I'd be like the the C train. He would too. What does the C stand for? Craig. Come oh, okay. on, man. Come on, man. Gotta stand for some other four. I get four. Craig train out I, there. I get, I get like two yards and a touchdown on the goal line. I'm like the white refrigerator Perry. Let two Aaron Donald try to come dust. out the middle on my boy. He I'll be like I'll be like icebox Craig. He would too. <laughs> Aaron Donald ain't never been hit like that by a quarterback. <laughs> So is he a quarterback or a running back? What, what he's all of it, man. All of it, bro. That's the C train. The C train. And he kicks. Instead, instead of the wildcat, we gonna run the wildebeest. <laughs> New offense, baby. Oh, uh, me, me and Canale is gonna come up with it, bro. We, we be, got it. Well, I'll be it'll the be the copycat league Listen, for the next decade. I'm just saying the quarterback because I'm gonna make sure we get the first the first draft. Pick. I guarantee I'd beat you out in a quarterback. You probably would. I'm not trying to win anything. I'm trying to get the first pick. What are you talking about? You're trying to win the starting position for the Bucks. No, he wants the first pick. I want the first pick. Of course you so do. He's he's taking, gonna, he I'm, I'm, taking, show up. I'm taking for you. He ain't even showing up. He's showing taking up. for Zach. Taking for the Wildebeest. He's taking for the Wildebeest. Well, at offense. least you show up for the show. I appreciate that. Hey, oh, you know man. how it goes. You're my ride, so. <laughs> Any final words, gentlemen? Let's start off with Eddie. Uh, nah, I hope we don't get smoked by the Jets and look bad and we actually win a game. It'd be nice to finally win one. It might be our only one of the season. I'll take it. <laughs> well, how about we do this? Let me, let's do predictions for this week's game. I know it's not a regular season game, but l- let's do score predictions. I'm going to say the Bucks win. I know I'm usually the pessimist, the one that goes against them, devil's advocate. I'm going to say the Bucks win 28-17. Kind of flip the score around Man, we get a that many bit points? from this okay. last week. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Defensive points or offensive points? I'm going to go with offensive points. Okay. okay. And my boy Trask is going to get off the schneid, and he's going to throw a touchdown. He'll be out there just throwing lasers, boy. Yep. I'm going to say 21-7. Bucks. We're going with the Bucks. 17-10 Jets. Ooh. Ooh. Are we having a freaky Friday? So we just switch, like, bodies over here? Something. Over here Maybe. against the Bucks? Maybe. Hey. I don't know. I'm being, I'm being realistic, man. We'll have to see. They looked very Tampa Bay Buckish this last week. They did. They so. had no oomph. And I don't want to say this this early in the season, but next next game, if they come out with no umph, we're not going to be talking about the quarterback controversy. We might be talking about coaching controversy. We might be talking about that quarterback list along with said coaching controversy because I do believe that your boy Todd Bowles is on the hot seat right now. And, hey, that may be a topic we're talking about season next week. Season hasn't even started. Season hasn't we're even started. We're already talking hey, about Todd Bowles on the hot it seat. Could be. You're talking it Todd Bowles be. on the hot seat, getting the new quarterback. Welcome back, Buccaneers Welcome fans. Welcome back, Buccaneers fans. Hey, we let Thanos take us out so y'all can enjoy the Super Bowl. You're welcome. For Eddie, Zakari, I'm your boy Craig Wiley. This has been another Buck That Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace out.